And that was Anniversary by Tony, Tony, Tony. Coming up next, another song to celebrate Comic Book Queer's Legacy's 200th and final episode. I am your host, Emma Grace Frost, and with me, as always, is Jean Grey. Hello, Jean. Uh, uh, Jean? Sorry, I was saying it psychically, and I just realized I have to talk. Oh, God, sorry about that. Hi. Hi, could you get up off the floor, dear? Join uh, me in this chair I've laid out I'm for I'm sorry, you. I'm just tired. You know, the life of an ongoing active group superhero is a little tough. I don't know if you know yes. about it, Emma. You know. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure it's very busy in that treehouse of yours, dear. Yes, and I'm sorry that, you know, I know that we had, like, kind of a really good moon schedule. Mm-hmm. But now that we're at the treehouse and um, Scott does need to sleep at my house every night, I'm sorry. But you Scott, can, I... You can have Wolverine if you want. That's okay. I used to know a man named Scott. Tell him I say hello, won't you? Yes, I mean, I will... Okay, I'm just going to throw you a bone. Um, We were making love last night. Um, Disgusting. And, um... Uh, I... He... He basically... Called out my name. He didn't call my name, he just asked me to turn into diamond form, which is basically the same thing. Oh, that is the same thing. How can he even do that? I mean, do you... How do you turn into diamond form during sex? Does that even work? It does work, and it's marvelous, dear. It's harmful, dangerous, but if you do it right, sensual, marvelous. Ah, anyway, but, you know, I just, it's been actually, can I just be honest? This whole thing, it's been kind of like a clusterfuck, because Wolverine is like, can I I come stay at the treehouse? And then Scott's like, no. And he's kind of doing this little weird, like, power play of, like, I want you all to myself. And I really do think it's because Wolverine finally started topping. He was bottoming because, you know, he's just with his bones, his adamantium bones. It's so heavy. Yes, I know. And so yes. he, he topped Scott for the first time. And Scott was yes. way too into it. And I think he's freaked out about his sexuality. What are we going to do about that, Emma? Um, well, I am a licensed sex therapist, as you know, yes. and I say we probably should mentally manipulate Scott into being more of a submissive than he's comfortable with, right? Well, I mean, God, we've been manipulating him so much already, I'm afraid that he's... Oh, so much mental manipulation of that poor man. I know, I know. No. We should probably stop. Oh, speaking of stop, I'm so thankful that this is Comic Book Queer's Legacy's final episode, aren't you, dear? I am, too. It's all coming to an end. Because you know what? I'm sick of them talking shit about us. They're talking shit about us, and we're just putting a stop to it, because I'm done with it. I am, too. You know that one, that Brett, that tall, lanky... Well, they're both tall and lanky. Well, they used to be lanky. Then the that one, that Brett... Then the pandemic hit, dear. Oh, please. It was so easy to keep the pounds off. I have no sympathy for anyone who gained a tummy during the pandemic. Yeah. I did not mean that as an affront, dear. I'm so sorry. Well, I actually gained some weight, but I've been using my telekinesis as spanks. Oh, good. Good use of your powers, dear. Thank you. I laugh and laugh every time that one, the one with the B sound, Brett... I laugh at every single time he would come up with a theory about the X-Men. Not one panned out. Not one. Over 200 episodes. 
No, there was one that panned out. Which one? He called, um, he called the whole, uh, Captain Britain, Betsy Captain Britain thing. Oh, that's right. I mean, well, that, it, but let's admit it's about, it's about Betsy. It's about Betsy, so who cares? <laughs> what is she doing now? Where is she? Oh, God, she's in Otherworld, so who cares? Let her die and then not come Again? back all weird. I'm sorry. That's awful. That's like I'm being in a really weird mood because, you know, life as an active team superhero okay. is really tough. I don't know if you remember. I thought someone called Nightmare a super powerful being Nightmare, and I just whipped his Ooh, ass. You did? Yeah. He's formidable, dear. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, good for you. Good for you, level. sister. I'm a mega level. You're okay, just, I'm an omega level telepath. Well, Are you a mega level? level? I don't see you on the list. You didn't I make it am. on the list. That's because I wrote the list. Oh, and you're keeping yourself off? Right. Look, I think maybe we should have a little psychic fight right now. Okay, ready? The first one to give someone a nosebleed wins. Okay, go. If you were a Facts of Life character, you'd be Joe. Oh, how, oh, oh I just got my period. Does that count? Uh, oh, yes. I win again. Damn it. See? Omega level. Ugh, damn it. And I will, I just want to say something else. I also, I did leave the quiet cancel to do this. And I will admit, I'm missing kind of some of the drama. Like the fighting oh. is fun, but the drama, I, I kind of miss the politics. Like, is anything interesting happening? Yes, yes, dear. Let me tell you where this is all going. Now, this may seem like a theory. This may seem like speculation. Yeah, but so it's if, going like, to if be it correct. was Brett saying this, it wouldn't right. be true. Right. If it was Brett saying this, but it would be wrong. You, but because it's you, Emma Frost, then it's real. That's right. Okay. So, I'm going to be in charge of everything. Wait, what? Yes, down with the patriarchy, dear. We, me and Raven, we are like sisters. Well, cousins that are also best friends. You know the type. Raven Simone? Uh, No, she and I are close. Uh, Raven Darkhome, dear. Mystique! Mystique? You're going to trust her? She's going to stab you in the back. No, she will not, because I will see it coming. You see, she and I are drinking buddies. We have a number of gin vodkas together, and when she gets drunk, her lips are looser than her lips, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Irene's back, so, I mean, goddamn. Talk about sinking ships, if you know what I mean. That one. Oh, She's good. like 72 years old. I know. I heard I was talking to Tempest, you know, one of the five. Who? Isn't it Tempest? Tempest? I thought she was the one that was replacing me on my team. Oh, wait. Who's the one? Wait. Oh, that's Tempo. uh, That's Tempo. Oh, my God. Tempest. Tempest, who is one of the five? Oh, Ava Bell. She was one of my students. She's like a daughter to me. Yes. Well, I was talking to oh, her because yes. I was like, um, you brought Irene back. I thought Xavier didn't want that. That's kind of like a no-no. And they were like, yeah, well, she basically, you know, Mystique promised them, like, uh, I don't know. Apparently, you and Mystique promised her something. What mm-hmm. did you promise the five? Riches, beyond her wildest Rich- dreams. Okay, riches. All right. Uh-huh. But then I was, she was talking about how it was just like, you know, because basically when she uses her power, she's always like, tell me when to stop. She's at tell 18, me when to stop. 20, 30, 40, 50. 
Hello. Keep going. And keep Mystique going. was just like, keep going. Keep, keep going. going. And she right. went all the way into the 70s. What is that yes. about? A spry 72, dear. That's how old Irene is when she popped out of her egg. That's crazy. I don't get it. It's crazy. Oh, I know. I know it all. You know why? Because I'm going to be in charge. So listen. How does that um, Moira. Well, Moira Mattaggart's alive. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I was waiting until you were taking what? a sip of your kombucha. Me? You are shitting me right now. There is no I am not way shitting you right now. For me. She has been living in a no place ago. in the underbelly of Krakoa. She's been living in a no place. Okay, first I of all, she's went... not even a mutant. How could she even fucking live in Krakoa? She is a mutant, dear. Are you she fucking is a shitting mutant. me? How? Jean, Jean, What's your power? I was going in for my monthly tightening. As you know, that takes place in Paris. So I was in Paris for my monthly tightening, and all of a sudden, who do I see sipping a cappuccino, eating up a scop, but Moira McTaggart. Get out. And she takes one look at me, and she puts a knife to her neck, and she says, if you keep looking at me, bitch, I will slit my own throat and everything will start over. And I was like, what the fuck what the are fuck you talking about? Mean? Hold my hand. Read my mind okay. for the rest. Wait, so you're saying... Uh, she, she has the power of resurrection. She's lived for over a thousand years and lived this life over and over again. Are you fucking kidding me? So we can't even kill her? Because then we'll all just start over? Yes. And I have to say, Jean, in eight of her ten lives, you looked tired. You shut the fuck up. Including this one. This is number eight. Well, okay, well, and how many? It was lives this? four and seven where you looked fantastic, I rested. Have, no, are you sure it was number eight? Are you sure this is number eight? No, it was, this is ten. Okay. <laughs> but I have a question for you. Did you ask in the past lives who Scott was with in each of those lives? Yes, it turns out this is the only one where he's with you. Is he with you and all the other ones? In six of them. In the rest, he's with Logan. Oh, so, um, okay. Great. That's I'm fine. sorry. I'm fine with that. There is, there's one, there's one where he's with Rachel. Are you fucking kidding me? It's his, that's his daughter. I prefer not to think about it, dear. Oh, gross. But sometimes... I can't have sex with him again knowing that he committed incest in a previous life. It's true. Better send him back to Krakoa. Gross. You probably should send him back to Krakoa. Oh, I don't We're working on a new... (gasps) What? Oh, I can't wait to tell you this. We're working on a new champion, a new mutant. We're calling him Captain Krakoa. He is going to replace Scott on your team's lineup. As team leader, and Scott will come back with me on Krakoa. What and is this? I didn't. I want to get back on the council. I need a vote. I don't, don't like anyone. any of this. Captain Krakoa's identity is going to be a secret, but I know who it is. Who is it? It is. Yeah? Magneto. What? It's Magneto. Is yes, it he's going to try to redeem himself. Yes. Oh. For that Scarlet Witch fiasco. Oh. When we had that young witch, that middle-sized witch, and that old witch running around Krakoa after oh, she was yeah. murdered. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Krakoa's a fucking disaster. And can we just talk about Beast for a second? 
Ugh, Henry, my dear friend, what happened to him? What the fuck is going on with that piece of shit? I'm over what it. What the fuck? I'm over it. Now, look, I know I've been quitting a lot of things. I quit X-Force. I fucking quit the Quiet Council. Yes. I'm about to quit yes. the fucking X-Men team. If Magneto was going to be our new leader, fuck that. Yes. I'm about to yes. quit Cyclops because of Rachel. And now Beast, yes. my friendship with Beast, I'm fucking done with that motherfucker. Yes, I've seen you've quit trying in general as well. No, look, oh my God, that's just because I because I was with you, I don't have my, my Spanx working, my telekinetic Spanx. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I just, uh, well, I will say, look, I mean, it's just hard because ever since I decided to go back to the mini and boomerang mask, it's a really hard look to pull Can off. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about the mini dress sure, and the boomerang mask? It looks amazing. Why did you make that decision? All right, you want to know why? Yes. You want to know why? Yes! Okay, here it is. One time, you know how Scott likes to role play? Yes. Well, he wanted to role play my suicide. What? And he wanted, and you know how I I raised up um, a blaster gun on the moon to shoot myself? Yes. Well, he decided instead of the, the blaster gun, it was his... Stop it. It was his Stop penis. Stop it. It was his penis. That is so... And so that I was so wearing, cool. I was, and so I was wearing my old costume, but then we got a call and then I like walked in and everyone's like, oh my God, you're wearing your old costume. Is it back? Is it back? And I'm not going to tell the truth. So I just said, yeah. So I'm stuck with it. That is hilarious, dear. Why didn't you tell the truth in the moment? See, that's what happens when you lie. That's what happens when you tell a little brilliant white lie. Oh, speaking of white white, lies are my favorite kind. Speaking of white, what the fuck? Lately, I saw the outfit that you've been wearing for some of your Marauders missions. And I just got to say, have you been shopping at Walmart? What the fuck is going on? Yes, I have. What is happening? Jumbo would when be horrified. I, when I was battling the Scarlet Witch, which will happen at the end of Trial of Magneto number five, you heard it here first, I achieved victory, but at a cost. Wanda rejiggered reality so that I prefer Walmart over any other retail you outlet for what? my wardrobe. That is, that is the best thing I ever heard, because you look cheap. You look cheap, <gasps> Emma. This from the Queen of Cheap. Oh, how dare you? Oh, oh, how dare you? Another psychic it's like, battle. It's time. Uh, Go. Uh, mm. Oh my God, my period stopped. Does that mean oh, I win? That means you win. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I'm hearing something in the in the closet. I'm hearing some rumbling. Um, I think maybe we didn't tie them up well enough. Oh, I, you know, I, it's telepathy, diamond form. These are my strong suits. Tying knots on knots. I was never a Girl Scout. Me neither. I know. Me neither. I was too busy. Like, sh- when I was a child, I was too busy shooing off the advances of Professor X. Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh, well, good thing I'm toppling that patriarchy I sometime know, right? soon. Oh, Inferno yeah. number three coming it. soon. Get mm-hmm. fucking rid of it. I will. Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh. All right. Hi. It's me, Evil Jeff. What the fuck and me, Brett. Get the fuck out of here, you, you just, stupid bitches. Listen, you fucking bitches. This is not the last episode. We're going to keep we on going. Ha- 
How dare you spread that lie that this is... Of course, we're going to go another 200. Get the fuck out. Oh, you know what? Well, what if we just psychically make you not want to talk about us? Oh, come on. Admit it. You fucking love it that we just are obsessed with you two and talk about you all the time. We're the only podcast that talks about you as much as we do. Oh, God. They're right. All right, Emma. I guess we should just let them go and do their thing. I I suppose you're right, dear. Would you like to... Join me at Walmart? You know what? Why not? Yay! Alright, so that happened. Jesus. So that happened. Jesus, fuck. You know, you try to do right by fictional characters, and then they take over your show and spread a rumor that this is your final episode. It's How not. Dare they? It is not. It's actually, though, it is our 200th episode! Yay! Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to 200 episodes of this. Yeah. Crazy. Evil Jeff, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired because I saw a movie at 10 p.m. last night that was almost three hours long. Oh, my God. But was it breathtakingly beautiful? It fucking was. That's right. Today, we are dedicating the rest of this episode talking about the new movie that came out, Dune. Dune. Cue that music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. I will say this. Isn't it lucky that the way the... I, I love the logo of Dune, where it's just like yeah. a curve, and then it's turned to... The, it's a curve of a D, and then you turn the curve yeah. to make the U, and then you turn it to make the N, and then you turn it to make the E. It's beautiful. I love it. It's like Grant Morrison's new X-Men logo. When you flipped it upside down, it was the same logo. And Yeah, exactly. And can I just tell you another thing? I actually got to see the movie with someone who helped make the movie. Uh, Denis Villeneuve? Oh, no, not that lucky. Oh. But uh, the lead special effects uh, audio editor. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Sound editor. Uh, yeah, we, at the end, we waited for the credits and waited for his name to pop up, and then we cheered. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, so this is someone you know. Yeah, yeah. He's one of my oh, good friend's cool. uh, husband. And so we went to see that, and uh, and that's what I asked him. I was like, oh, so you've already, like, seen the movie. And he's like, I've he's seen, like, the rough dailies of, like, that he could right. lay the sound in, but he hasn't seen it. Like, he hasn't had together. the cinematic exactly. yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, did you see it in, in the theaters or did you see it at home? Well, you know, Evil Jeff, I value the aesthetic of film and cinema um, so much so that I almost saw it in the theater, but decided to get home, uh, stay home, watch it on HBO Max so I can just smoke and get high through the whole thing. I will say I am very happy I saw it in the theaters because it is breathtakingly beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. I've got a very big TV, which I sat very close to. Yeah. So I recently got into a fight with um, my coworker because he was going to go see it in IMAX, and I don't like IMAX. Why? I don't like having to turn my head. 
Yeah. To, to like be like, what's happening over there? What's happening on the other side? And a facial close-up is horrifying. Oof. It's horrifying. Yeah, horrifying. Yeah, I yeah. just want to have to move my eyes, not my entire head. It's too much. It hurts yes. my Well, I had heard that Dune... Um, well, I, I, well, I did not have this takeaway. Um, I had heard that it, like, so I heard some people say it was boring. I've heard so that So I was like, too. oh my God, two, like over two and a half hours, like might be boring. My TV's pretty big. I can sit up close to it. I have a lot of weed at home. I think I'm going to stay home. That way I could snack. I could pause well, to go to the I th- bathroom. I think maybe we need to do our one, two, three. Yeah. Loved it or hated it. Okay, Are I love it. Ready? ready? Yes. One, two, three. Loved, loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Loved it. I mean, it better get a sequel, then I'll be really upset if it doesn't. Ooh, because this it sure was a movie of setup. It's literally like, half. I mean, it, it's it, just half. The, it's half yeah, the book. It, it almost felt like an act one. Well, I mean, um, it's, yeah, it's literally half of, half of David Lynch's Dune. It's like that. Yes. Yes. And so... I'm glad you brought that up. You and I are huge David Lynch fans. I understand you watched David Lynch's version recently. As in, care to comment right on the differences? Before, right before we recorded this, I oh. was thinking, oh, I should watch it beforehand. But then I decided, no, I'm actually going to watch it after because I actually never made it all the way through David Lynch's Dune. Because it was so incomprehensible. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know what? If I watch right. the regular movie Dune, then I'll know what's going on. So the incomprehensible part will be, I won't have to deal with that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh, I love me yeah. some David Lynch, but it has always been my it's least a mess. favorite David Lynch movie. Yeah, it's at the bottom. Yeah. It's also probably the most producer interference David oh, Lynch yes. movie. And I think, remember how in Blade Runner, they redid it and added all of this voice narration? The voiceover, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Literally every five seconds, there's an inner monologue of them saying stuff that you can tell by just how they're looking at each other. Like literally, one character will look at, the, like the mom will look at Kyle MacLachlan and go, and then look and are all worried and then it will go, I'm worried about him. And we're like, we, we know. We <laughs> yeah, know. <laughs> and Studio I will say this. I, I can it see, is, yeah. It is insane how I felt it was so incomprehensible, but it literally follows the exact plot. Exact same. The sure. exact same plot, the exact same scenes almost, with some of the exact same dialogue. But this was done so much better in this newer so one. So much better. And I kind of knew, I was scared it was going to be long and boring, but I knew it was going to be beautiful because I was like, oh, this is the guy who did Blade Runner. Which is so funny because he did the new Blade Runner, which the original one was plagued by weird voiceover monologues. And now he's redoing Dune, which the original was plagued by voiceover monologues. Very strange. With all both starring Sean Young. What the fuck? Sean Young is well, a great character. What a great, I know, what a great segue. So we're so happy um, to celebrate our 200th episode. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and beyond, Sean Young. Sean? Sean Young is here. <laughs> no? She's not here? 
She's not here. Okay, sorry. I thought we had Sean Young. <laughs> Remember when she dressed up as Catwoman on the Joan Rivers show? Yes, that's what ended her career. Yeah. Well, I mean, that and her anyway, being crazy. And yes. Um, All right, back to Dune. But I will say the last thing I want to say about David Lynch's one, it's also Virginia Madsen is in it. Oh, oh the only big difference is you see the She's Emperor. She's the... Um, She's... I thought Virginia Madsen was Zendaya. No? No. 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 Oh, Virginia no, no, no. Madsen is like uh, one of the house leader's daughter. Yeah. Okay. Um, in a weird way, that character was. I think it was like. Remember the the black man who came in to like switch the the guard. Where it's like yo now taking over Arrakis. To Oscar yeah, Isaac. Yes. I think like that character. I think that character's daughter is Virginia Madsen, and he has a much bigger role in the David Lynch movie. And you also see okay. the Emperor. But I will say this: not a single person of color. And it's just weird oh, watching. Oh, that this was that like, to me is the big takeaway. It's like I remember. Like, oh wow, we used guys. to just do movies where it's just normal that there is all no, white guys. There's no not yeah. even, not a Latino, not a Middle Eastern, not an Asian. Nothing. Nothing. I was thinking about that. How? Like, I would hate to watch that. How do you even tell them apart, for God's sakes? But now I can't watch. Now that I heard uh, that um, Tim Burton didn't want any black people in, like, Edward Scissorhands and stuff because it ruined his aesthetic. Now I can't rewatch those movies without being like, oh, yeah, there's no black people because Tim Burton is ruined. Yeah, and your aesthetic is boring. Uh, Thusly. Yeah, it's yeah, so, I, I, yeah. The diversity of this one is one of the best parts of it. And I will say... It's just an interesting array of characters. This is also... It's the obvious um, relationship of Middle Eastern oil and the wars over oil. Like, the yeah. metaphor is way more um, blatant. Yeah, in, in this one. In this one, yes. But yes. let's get... For people that are like, what the fuck is Dune about? It's all about the spice, baby. It's all about the spice... <laughs> the spice of life. And I really the thought spice. it was just a drug, which it is, but it also, this drug is what's used to do interstellar space travel. And it's the only... It's a drug, but it's also fuel. Yes. So it's the only thing used for interstellar space travel, and it's the only planet in the entire universe that has it. So that's why all the countries are warring to get a hold of the spice. The spice. Yeah. Um, but... For some who are sensitive to the spice, if you breathe it in, it is a dust, you do trip, and you do have visions. Or at least if you're the chosen one of the prophecies, you have visions. Yes. And that's where we meet Jack Atreides, Paul Jack. <laughs> Paul Atreides, played by Kyle McGaugh, I mean, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. I'm going to tell you this right now. Timothy Chalamet... I think he is an amazing actor. I think the camera falls on him beautifully. Yes. Not sexually attracted to him. Zero. Zero sexual attraction. Is that weird? I don't think that's weird. I can't say I agree, but... No, and I'm nothing against people who do think it is. I think he still looks like he's 15 years old to me. Yeah. Where Tom, yeah. Where I, I just wonder, Tom Holland, it... Zendaya's real boyfriend. Ooh. Yes. Baby, every, any minute, any day. Let's do it. Any minute. I mean, any, please. My God. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Like, I'm not like, oh, Timothy Jones. Like, uh, like, I think it's just more of an appreciation of his beauty and his talent. 
And I will say this is the one thing that my one problem with the and this is more of a problem with the original text is I do hate the idea that there's this coven of kind of like witches and they're kind of secretly getting their bloodline in all of the different houses because each planet is like a different house, kind of like Game of Thrones. And they're kind of like spreading their witchy bloodline around. But you have to have daughters. And... But there's, but then the chosen one is when one man is finally born. Then that will be sure, the chosen uh, one, and that is gross. I'm just like, really? Witches. Oh, so I know. So, oh, it has to be a man. It has to be the chosen one. Shut the. Oh, fuck it's got to be a man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Timothy, I mean, uh, Paul Atreides's mother, who is married to one of the rulers of one of the houses that comprise this. She's empire. not married to him. Oh, that's right. They're not married. She's just that's his right. concubine. That's right. They're living in sin. Yeah. He's just, she's just like his whore. And I will say this. I really like the actress in this and she saved herself because the last thing I saw her in was one of the worst things I've ever seen. What was she in? Dr. Sleep. She was the bad guy in Dr. Sleep. With a stupid oh, 90s sundress no. and top hat. My most, my most hated of villains in a movie. Right? Oh, that's God. her. I didn't realize it was the same actress. But she, I mean, great in this. She's great in this. But, oh, awful in Dr. Sleep. Well, it's an awful character in well, Dr. Well, Sleep. Well, and it's not even, like, her fault. Like, I mean, yeah. You, I, no matter what woman you put in a top hat and a 90s it, sundress, it's going to be right. stupid. It's not going to be She's fucking like scary. Evil Lilith fair. Yeah, exactly. It's awful. But anyway, no. uh, so the... Oscar Isaacs plays the dad, which I'm curious, what's the age difference between them? I don't know. I don't think Oscar Isaac is an old man. Maybe he's just prematurely gray in I terms like of his character's look. I feel like he's late 30s, and Timothy Chalamet is in his mid-20s. So, but, you know, I guess they, like, played it up, the younger and the older. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Amy Poehler was only nine years older than Rachel McAdams when she did Mean Girls. And played her mom. Stop it. Really? Yes. Wow. It's because Amy Poehler looks way older and Rachel McAdams looks way younger. Oh. Um, I mean, but nine years, like, that's a, that's a big diff. You know. Um, but basically, in this, uh, Timothy Chalamet's dad, Oscar Isaacs, he's um, the one guy's, what are they called? The, oh, it begins with the H. Yeah, the Harukanen. Harukanen um, the, basically... The, the the empire, the house that used to control the planet Arrakis, where the spice is prevalent, the emperor was like, you're Harukins, you're out of here. Atreides, you are now in charge of Arrakis, and you're going to have to put your foot down. Let them know you're in charge. Yeah. And the Harukins are like, what the fuck? And That's the, our plan. And the main Harukin uh, warrior is played by, uh, what's his name? Tracks. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Yes, and which in which the, in uh, who's played by Sting. <laughs> that's right. And the David Lynch one, which that's kind of funny. And the Baron in this new one, the Baron Harukin, the the head like the head of the House of Harukin, is played by an almost unrecognizable Stellan Skarsgård. That's Stellan Skarsgård, the clown, yes. the, the it clown. Uh, no, that's the the son of Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, it's the What's dad. The dad. The dad. The one who is in the Thor, Thor movies. Who's in the Thor movies. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he's um, the Baron. Oh, I Harukin. mean, I kind of was like, that's somebody famous, but there's just way too much 
makeup. Well, on it's renowned Swedish show. actor Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, but basically, when they go to um, Arrakis, it's all basically kind of they set them up to fail because they're really going to come back and attack and just make them look like idiots and just destroy their bloodline. Yeah. So the emperor, I feel like, set up the House of Atreides by saying, like, yeah, no, no, no. Why don't you go to that really dangerous planet where you will be sitting ducks and try to figure shit out? Um, we'll just be up here minding our own business. But... It looks like uh, Paul, Timothy Chalamet, is having all of these dreams, and it looks like he's being trained oh, to be Timothy. one of these witches. He ends up getting tested by, like, the Reverend Mother Witch. Um, and I will say, watching those two scenes... Oh, I remember that one from the David Lynch. I will say that's... I That is one of the best par- scenes in the David Lynch movie. Yes, um, yes. That part actually is done very well. I will say all the dream sequences are really good in the David Lynch Dune one. Um, I honestly feel if they took out all of the inner monologue, someone did a redo of the color pass because everything's really flat and studio yeah. looking and redid the green screens and the special effects. Um, It'd be awesome. It actually wouldn't be that bad of a movie. Okay, maybe we should do that next. <laughs> no, it's too late. Um, but basically, it has been done, and it's this movie that we're seeing now. But, um, <laughs> it's this movie. <clears throat> but the thing that I really love about this movie is it took me a while to figure out Timothy Chalamet is having these visions of what I assumed are things that are happening in the future. And it's not things that are happening in the future. It's just visions and clues and guides of what he needs to do for the future. Sure. And I didn't get that at first. I don't think I've gotten that until you've said it. Well, because if you think about it, we're going to fast forward. Remember, this is spoil. We're going to spoil everything here. When he finally escapes... And goes to uh, the Freeman, the Fremen, the Fremen, Freeman, the Fremen, the Fremen, and Daya's people the who Fremen, are native to Arrakis. He has a vision, and this uh, one of the Fremen, the this black man, is like, "I'm going to show you the ways of the Fremen. You must listen oh, yeah, and Jemis. follow me, and I'm going to show you the ways of the Fremen." But that's not how that scene plays out. No, in real life, he winds up having to duel that man. Exactly, but that's where he realized from that vision, he realized I have to duel him because this is how I'm going to learn the ways of the Fremen. And I kind yeah. of love that, that his vision, it looked all friendly, like I'm going to be the one to show you the way, but it's actually- I'm going to be your new bestie. Yeah, nope, actually you have to fucking murder me. Um, yeah, so this, um, and it's weird where because it ends like halfway through, I will say, and people get mad, I think people are getting upset. Like, it just ends in the middle of it. And I'm like, have you not seen a movie called Lord of the Rings? <laughs> um, yeah. Have you not seen a movie called Kill Bill? Yeah. Um, she don't kill Bill in the first one. Yeah, exactly. And Lord of the Rings is literally like, okay, and now the journey begins. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, give me a fucking break. Um but I will say it's interesting how it has this very kind of slow start. And then once the attack on Arrakis happens, it's like non-stop. It moves like gangbusters. You're like, holy shit, now this is happening, 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 this, yeah. is, happening, this is happening. And I would just say even the visuals of all this, how the spaceships looked, all the costumes, how the costumes looked. It was all very cohesive. Like there the was a color look schemes. to this movie. 
the way the color schemes looked, I just loved Gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. And like everything was very like to me long and elongated and sharp and shiny and metallic. Like everything looked like a knife in this movie. It was gorgeous. Um, which brings me to, or it was long and flowing, blowing in the wind. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite visuals is the best character in all of Dune, the sandworms that live on the planet, the desert planet. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, super the way crazy. the sand moved when they were under it was gorgeous. When they popped out, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, like in the David Lynch's Dune, they're a little claymation oh, no. Yeah, yeah. This, they're just nothing but like a giant circle of long, pointy teeth. Yeah. And they're just so beautiful. But I will say this is interesting of um, watching... Um, David Lynch's Dune because it ends halfway I'm now like oh this is what's going to happen in the second half of the movie yeah um, because you've already seen the second yeah because you watched David Lynch yeah which I also didn't realize in the David Lynch movie at the very end they're like starring and then it like cuts to like a live camera footage of like each actor standing there oh as weird. it goes through like and it's so strange isn't it like the ending is so weird isn't the ending like little Alicia Witt like as the little that's girl, what I was like, gonna bring back the, chosen the, line. Daughter, the daughter is Alicia Witt which I saw the thing I'm like that's fucking what what what? Well, the whole thing is David Lynch actors. It's like so many people from Twin Peaks are in Dune, in the yeah. original Dune. Yeah. So fucking weird. Yeah, the daughter in it, in the David Lynch one, she's like, yo, hello, da-da. Like, she just talks in the weird, <laughs> in the weird, like, and control then, voice. It's so yeah. fucking strange. And then she went on to star in the 90s slasher hit Urban Legend. Yes. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, overall, so I know that there is not um, a concrete plan for a part two. Like, it's not locked and loaded. It's still a maybe. I did. um, I did. I was talking with my friend and I was like, what do you have any like inside scoops on it? And they were he was like, I think the only thing holding it up is more pandemic things and not. Like, oh, Not we're going to see how it does. Confidence or money, yeah. Although I do feel if it completely, utterly bombs, then, but I don't think it's going to. I wonder I don't how think it it'll did. bomb. Let's see how it did. Dude, oh, God. Yeah, it's Sunday. Office. Let's get those box office receipts. Oh, wow. Variety. Dune opens to 40 million. Is that strong enough for a sequel? Oh, but I will say they also are doing the Warner Brothers is doing the dual release, and I will yeah say, HBO Max. I will say this: I think Disney Plus kind of proved that that doesn't work. Like when you just release um, it in the theaters, you get more people go see. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make it doesn't doing home and theater doesn't necessarily yeah, like make look it at you. Wider. You were like, I'm going to stay home and smoke pot. Yeah, that could have been in the theaters. Well, if they legalize it, it could. But here it is. It's the biggest Warner Brothers opening since the pandemic. Okay, that's good. So, Listen, I think, don't discount I, I think the power of Tim I think that sounds like they're going to make the, the second one. We as a nation believe in Timothy Chalamet. There will be a second one. 
Oh, the other weird thing is Cable. What's his name who plays Cable? And, Josh and Brolin. Thanos. Josh Brolin. Do you know who plays him in the David Lynch one? Oh, yeah. Who is it again? Patrick I, I Stewart. <laughs> it's Patrick Stewart. That's as Gurney. And that's, that's the right. one weird thing is like John Baptiste. Is it John Baptista? Dave. Dave Baptista and Patrick and uh, Josh Brolin are going to be much more heavily featured in the sequel. Oh, my God. And then the one last thing, the shields. The way the shields are so pretty in this new Oh, movie. they're like, they're the shields that cover their whole bodies yeah, it's and like like only light up when they're hit. Blocks. Oh, it's, it's like gorgeous. Cartoon. No, but it's like cartoon blocks in the David Lynch one. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, I think overall this movie was surprisingly engaging and unsurprisingly beautiful. And I will say this, Timothy Chalamet has one of those stares through your souls. I feel the he same. Sure does. And I, this director, he loves to do that. He did the same thing with Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling was acting the whole fucking thing with his eyes in that goddamn Blade Runner remake. And Timothy Chalamet, like the scene where the little hunter machine came in and he's like oh, the hunter hiding, seeker the hunter yeah. seeker and he's like hiding in the holograms and it's just like his eyes staring it down it was so like if it was some other actor it wouldn't have been as powerful because it was just all with his eyes it was so pretty oh so good i so liked good. it i liked it too recommended go see dune powerful sci-fi and it's fucking dune go see it and i will say seeing the previews ahead of the movie being in a theater and seeing a preview for scream and batman <gasps> made me Ooh, extra excited yay. for them also saw a preview for a jake gyllenhaal and the guy who's Candyman. what's his name oh yeah, yeah yeah abdul mateen yeah yes they have a new michael bay movie called ambulance that looks oh that's right ambulance awful. it looks so terrible I know. I saw that and I was like, don't put Yaya through this. He's too he's too good for this. <laughs> but I will say, um, but yeah, seeing Scream up in the in a big theater, it made me I'm so fucking excited. Evil Jeff, speaking of horror, let me throw this curveball at you. Yes. Have you seen anything scary that you want to talk about lately? Um specifically, did you get through Midnight Mass on Netflix? I haven't. Okay. I, I know. I did. Go ahead and start talking about it. I I loved it. Okay, you loved it. A lot of people are saying that they hated it, and it's merely okay because well, you said I, you loved it, and everyone says it's really boring. You have to get through a bunch of the episodes. It's really no. Like, for I, me, being like, oh, I, I need to watch agree. two boring episodes before I get to the good episode. I don't agree with the boring episode thing. But then again, I didn't t- really it's like tension building, Manor and you did. Hmm. That All right, is true. I will watch it. I need to watch that. Fierce and Fierce, the Fear Street trilogy. That's yeah, like, I gotta that's watch the third Fear Street. I may do my, that tonight. That's the next on my list. Here's the difference between Midnight Mass and Bly Manor. Bly Manor wound up being gothic romance, not horror. Yeah. Midnight Mass d- does dive into horror. Okay. And it takes an established genre. It takes like a thing, a scary thing we've seen a billion movies about and kind of turns it into a different thing and equates it to something. And I was like, how has this not been done before? Oh, okay. So it's doing something you haven't seen done before. It draws, it draws smart horror slash satirical connections. 
All right. And it's good, and it's it's heroic. It like it's it's good. Okay. Great finale. Well then. Yeah. Well then, I recommend. Okay. See it. Midnight Mass. And it's only seven episodes. Oh, okay. I was like, how many? Ep- oh, oh, oh! This is the last one. Oh, good. That's not bad. It's not bad. But the, I will say this. The one thing you got to get through, one which was thing. the toughest, the toughest part of Hill House and the toughest part of Bly Manor. And I'm sure she's a lovely person, but Kate Siegel is not the best actor on the planet. Yeah. Mike she, Flanagan's is she, wife. Did you, is she the star of Hush? She's the star of Hush, yeah, which I, which I really like. But she doesn't talk. <laughs> pretty pretty much pretty much um she's she's fine in hush hush is great yeah i didn't like her in either of those um but she shows, like yeah. the, when she needs to like bring it with a monologue it's not brought in. go you can you can go to the bathroom <laughs> it's an off off broadway production suddenly of suddenly last summer of suddenly last summer, yeah. <laughs> so Kate Siegel aside, um, Midnight Mass, fantastic. Wait, her name's Kate Siegel, and then there's Katie Seagal. Not Katie Seagal. I wish it was Katie. It was Seagal. just she was in a car accident. No, she got hit by a car. No, while, like, walking down the street. Oh my god, she's okay though. I lo- oh good. She's tough as nails. I, she, like, I feel like she might have broken something, but yeah, it wasn't anything like. Yeah, not as bad as um, Alec Baldwin is doing right now. Holy shit. He might go to jail. Is he responsible for producing that movie? It's because he's a producer. And half the crew walked off set. And then the union people weren't on set that day. And he greenlit it to keep on going. Uh That's a problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a real problem. So he might be in trouble. It's anyway, if you haven't heard, Alec Baldwin shot and killed um, the cinematographer of the movie he was working on with a... Fuck. It was a fucking... Uh, what's it? Was it The Crow. It's like a crow accident. It's like Brandon Lee all over again. Yeah. Although there was a live bullet in the prop gun. They Brandon said Lee, a live it was like round. a piece of it the gun. It said a live round, and that could still be a blank or a piece. You know what I mean? That doesn't necessarily mean it's a full bullet. But okay. still, who was who's checking this shit? Who what the fuck? Oh my god. And also, a movie starring Alec Baldwin with guns. You're still doing those? Who wants to with, see Alec oof. Baldwin in a western? Nobody with wants guns? to see that shit. No, be you yeah, you did your part playing Donald Trump and now beat it. You did Beetlejuice. Thank you for your service. Good night. All right, Evil Jeff. Next week, we've got Inferno and we've got Marauders. Number 25 should be a special episode. We'll also talk about Magneto. And we'll talk about Magneto because what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I don't know. Your whole... Your what whole, the fuck is going the on? The whole thing you said that was going to happen Hope did is not, not happen. Did not happen. So that was like a red herring. What like, is happening? It's, the, too, anyway, oh, it's too well, much chaos magic. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. And yes, everyone, 
There still will be episodes of Comic Book Queer's legacy, despite what Gene and Emma fucking lied about. Liars! <laughs> That's right. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep on doing this. We're going to keep on watching shit. And we're going to keep on reading shit. And we hope that you hear us talk about stuff that we've read, and that makes you read shit. I hope it makes you read other comics. Because guess what? If you read comics, well, then that makes you... <gasps> Queer. Queer.